Welcome to BFNC Living, sponsored by Buffalo Federation of Neighborhood Centers. BFNC Living is a weekly podcast to help you navigate life issues and to help enhance our overall quality of life. We know life has many ups and downs, but a helping hand and a listening ear can help. Each week, we will share stories about a variety of topics, feature special guests, share information and valuable resources available in our community. Please follow BFNC Living at www.bfnc.org, Facebook and LinkedIn. Hello, BFNC listeners. You're now tuned in to BFNC Living. I am your co-host today, Yolanda Abraham. I am the Director of uh, Community Services at BFNC. And today we have a dynamic speaker. We have Sergeant Lamont Pugh. Um, In recognition of Suicide Prevention Month, the month of September, we invited um, Sergeant Pugh in. He is a sergeant in, in the New York Army National Guard for more than 41 years. He is a dedicated advocate and counselor in the mental well-being field, focusing on PTSD and suicide prevention. He is also a member of the Erie County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Welcome, Sergeant Pugh. How oh, are you today? You. Thank you. I'm wonderful. Wonderful. Excellent. What a good day to talk about suicide prevention. Yes. Um, we are glad that you are here to be able, you know, just to speak to the community about some of the challenges that we're facing in the African American community as it relates to suicide. Um, this is a topic that isn't oftentimes discussed in our community, but it is something that is most definitely happening. Um, <clears throat> I know uh, there are some statistics that um, have been shared, um, and so I'm going to take us back to 2019. Suicide was the second leading cause of death for Black and African American ages 15 to 24 years old, and for African American males, it was four times greater than African American females the year prior. What do you think are some of the causes for suicide um, in the African-American community? Well, I think that it's a combination of many different things. Um, Not just the the things that African-Americans go through today, but I think that there's some historical trauma that that, that plays a a good part in the way we view things. Um, And and just being an African-American, being an African-American in America, um, you you kind of sometimes think that this this is our country. We we are innovators. Uh, we help build the country, and sometimes we always don't get the love from the country. And sometimes that can cause some confusion, especially uh, amongst young people. Absolutely. So you talked about um, some traumas that can occur um, in the African American community, which lead to sometimes um, individuals having suicide ideations thoughts of harm to self in actual suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the risk factors that are associated with um, suicide in African-Americans? Well, um, with, with many African-Americans, simply by the way we live, poverty. Um, when, 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 when you riding your bike and you fall off and you break your arm, you know to go to the hospital. You see a doctor and they fix it. A, a lot of times in our communities, when we talk about mental health, not only do we not know where to go, 
um, the, the resources are limited to who we can see. Um, and that's a big factor. Um, and then just from, from a personal standpoint of view, just getting past that, that, that stigma that, that suicide brings. And because only an individual knows when something is not right within them. And having the courage to get over that stigma and, and seek help is, is another big struggle. Absolutely. Um, we see that oftentimes um, the issues of social economic status, um, individuals feeling hopeless, feeling like they are unable to um, get over the hump kind of feeling, you know. And I want people, our listeners, to know that um, lots of people go through trauma in life and that trauma is sometimes often uh, one of the leading causes to many of our adult um, problems, not just amongst African Americans. And so um, we are not alone. Trauma happens in many different types of ways, many different uh, genders and um, age groups, things like that. So mm -hmm. I want people to, to normalize that, you know, you although you may be experiencing um, a trauma, you are not alone and that there are resources there to help you and Absolutely. are there for you. Um, and so some of the um, other examples of risk factors that we oftentimes see with suicide um, are substance use, substance mm -hmm. abuse, um, social, social isolation, exposure mm -hmm. to violence, um, maladaptive coping skills, um, like not knowing how to cope with life challenges that happen, especially amongst African-American males. Can you right. speak to us to some extent about those type of behaviors? Well, I mean, I think that for an African-American male, we're, we're, we're living and trying to survive in, in a world that really don't want us. So it could be tricky. You, you know, you, you want to be proud of who you are, and, and yet to, to get in some of your prominent work fields, you also have to learn how to navigate the system. And, and you have to understand that um, from a very young age, what you see others do might not be well for you. Um, and then the, the whole male ego, you know, men don't cry, men are always strong. Um, I think that when it comes to mental health, we have to put some of those things that we were taught as, as children uh, aside because it, it, any uh, male is a man, but it takes, when, when you call yourself a man, there's certain responsibilities that you are accountable for. Mm -hmm. And it, it actually has to start with the individual. If you're not healthy, how can you be around to help others? Yeah. Um, so I think that's where it starts. Just being yeah. honest, having an honest conversation with yourself about what you're feeling and, and taking the proper course to get help if you're not feeling okay. Yes, I, I appreciate that um, response that you just provided. And I want to let our, our male listeners know that you are necessary, you are important, mm -hmm. and your, your place in society matters. You mm -hmm. matter. I think oftentimes what happens with individuals um, that lead to um, a person who um, uh, experiences suicide is that they feel hopeless mm -hmm. and um, feel worthless and not necessary. But I want our listeners to know that you are necessary and you are important and you matter and you're better here than you are not. Absolutely. And so um, we wanted to talk a little bit about places to go for help. A lot of times in our communities, people shun the idea of counseling. Mm -hmm. How can you speak to um, the importance of identifying 
some issues that you may be experiencing and wanting to get that help? Well, I think that um, again, going back to some 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 things, some some ways that we were raised to, to keep everything inside. I, I used to be the kind of person to think, well, I am not paying forty five dollars an hour to go talk to somebody. Um, that's how I used to be. Yeah. Talking is important. Now, if you're in a relationship, if you if you have children, um, and can talk to them, fine. But a lot of times when we talk to people that are close to us, we don't. We have a tendency not to always be honest about everything. Yeah. The advantages of going to a counselor is they're, they're, they're totally objective. They're, there's no emotional ties. And you simply have a, a, a more willingness to be honest. Yes. I mean, I think the key with counseling is they get you to a point where you can be honest about you with you. And I think that's where that's a good place to start. Absolutely. That is so important. Um, sometimes it is difficult just talking to our family because they may see us in one light, right? right? And right. our counselors may right. help us and process how we may be seen in a different way or tap into who we really are. So it's important um, that we normalize um, getting the help that we need. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you're having feelings of being sad, right. if you're having feelings of being anxious, to kind of seek out the help that is needed. And so I wanted to talk about, we talked about what the risk factors are. Mm -hmm. We talked about um, the stigma of a person going to counseling. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about our community as, mm -hmm. as we share about suicide. It's not talked about enough. Um, what can we do as a community uh, to bring awareness to suicide? Uh, again, I think everything starts with the individual. Um, I, I think that if, if in our community, We've been doing the same thing for 100 years. If you do the same thing, you're going to get the same results. I think that it's, it's obvious that we need to do something different. And um, getting the message out, um, being careful how we talk about mental health. Um, we, we talk about mental health like it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not. We have to um, be a little bit more positive. Um, and I don't... I think the one thing that we can do that, that would be a good start in, 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 in the right direction is not wait till we 30 and 40 years old to start talking about because some of the things that we experience as we get older, a lot of times we experience some things when we're, when we're younger, it's just that we suppress them. We, we got to make sure that our children are our future and then um, talk to our kids about how you feel and what you're thinking. Um, and I think that would be a good place for us to start. Absolutely. Talk to each other. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Just taking out that small amount of time mm -hmm. to share our thoughts with each other. Sometimes the conversation you may have as a neighbor may be the conversation right. that saved a life today. Absolutely. So opportunities for prevention. Um, we share that, being a good neighbor, talking to someone. But then there's other um, ways that you can also um, encourage someone um, who may be down and you may not know, um, what are some signs that a person may be um, having some suicidal ideations? Well, I think that going back, we, we talked about some risk factors. Mm -hmm. um, we, we should also mention that there are things called protector factors. There's mm -hmm. things, eating healthy, going to the gym, um, being a part of a close-knit family, having a spiritual presence about yourself. Those are things that as as if we're going to look at poverty and 
a lack of education as being a risk factor, we should also miss some of the things that you can do to um, increase your protection about suicidal uh, ideations. Um, but I, I think also, too, um, education. Edu mm -hmm. ed education is real. You, you know, suicide is not, it just don't happen to poor people. It happened to rich people. It happened to white people. It happened to Asians. It, it's not discriminatory. That's right. Um, so being educated about um, the, the, the mental signs, when, when people um, that are normally outgoing mm -hmm. begin to be reclusive, People begin to give away all of their possessions. Um, I mean, we joke. I can remember as a kid, you, you oh, I just don't want to do this no more. And um, paying attention to what people say, um, that's very important. I mean, like, uh, warning signs for suicide is you know, people don't walk around with a sign on their head. But they're, they're usually there. We just have to know what to look for. Yes, absolutely. Um, so you spoke on some key elements and it's about educating ourselves, mm -hmm. being aware, um, and those warning signs, uh, make sure that you are talking to people. If a person is talking about wanting to hurt themselves, um, talking about feeling hopeless, um, having no reason to live, selling right. things, um, behaviors, if you Absolutely. see a person who is constantly maybe drinking or engaging mm -hmm. um, in risky behaviors that could potentially hurt someone. Right. Um, those type of behaviors are important. Withdrawing from activities right. that a person really, really loved to do right. and then all of a sudden they had no passion mm -hmm. um, for it. Extra fatigue, a person constantly mm -hmm. being tired. You know, some of those symptoms that you may see um, in depression. Aggression, a person being overly agitated, those type of um, behaviors, things like that, um, irritability. We just wanted to give you guys some um, information on what some of those physical signs could be um, mm -hmm. from a person. Let's just even say you go to church mm -hmm. um, and a person is constantly there. Um, they may be very active um, in church and then all of a sudden you stop seeing them. Right. Right. What would you do in that situation? Right. I think the, the one thing is that um, we, in, in order to um, observe some of these signs or some changes that some people um, might be going through, well, first of all, you have to know them. That goes back to that communication and talking to our neighbors and making sure, um, you, you know, to, before you can understand or observe someone making changes, you first have to know them. And then once you, going back to the example that you just spoke about being in church, um, reaching out, reaching out, um, are you okay? I think that sometimes in our community, um, we, we feel a certain way about asking somebody how they're emotionally doing. Like, um, and and I, I don't know what that fear is, but if you're wrong, you're wrong. You, you, you know, I think it's better to be cautious, overly cautious in that way than to say, oh no, that they're all right, they'll be okay. Um, but yeah, do some, say something, are you okay? Um, and then there are resources out there that you can take a friend or relative to get help. Absolutely, thank you very much for that. Um, switching gears a little, mm -hmm. um, memes. So generally, males are more likely to kill themselves by lethal means mm -hmm. than women are what can a person do if they're having suicidal thoughts and they have access to lethal means? 
Well, through the uh, Suicide Prevention County uh, of Erie County, um, we, we've hooked up with local gun shops. And there are local gun shops that will actually, if you have weapons in your home and you, you're, you're feeling in a certain kind of way, they'll actually store them weapons for you. And um, you can take them there, they'll store them, nobody else can get them. And when you get back to a better place mentally, you simply go back and get them. Oh, that's wonderful. Matter of so, fact, on the website for mm -hmm. the Suicide Prevention Coalition of Erie County, there's an inter interactive active map. Um, you pull up the map, it'll, it'll have little dots that you can go to. Um, you put your little cursor over it, it'll give you the address, the phone number. It's very, very easy to use. That's wonderful. So, again, if you know that a person, um, that let's say you live with a person and mm -hmm. you know they have access to lethal means, it's important that you access that website and you yes. take the you take the weapons out of the home mm -hmm. um, and make sure a person can get to a safe place. Um, I also want to talk about if a person is actively suicidal and having thoughts, um, where they could have immediate prompt response to addressing um, suicide. Well, there's a, a, a new suicide hotline. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to get it wrong. 988? Yes, it is. 988. You simply call yes. 988. No questions asked. You'll get a counselor. They'll speak with you. They'll evaluate you and, and put you in the right direction. Absolutely. Make sure you guys utilize that, um, that hotline. You can call or text 988. And you can also, um, if you're on the web and you're browsing at the time and you may have some thoughts, you can also um, visit the website at 988lifeline.org um, and a crisis response um, team member will contact you right away to make sure that um, you have someone that you can talk to mm -hmm. um, in a moment. What are, what are some encouraging words you can offer someone um, if they're experiencing thoughts of harm to self? Mm. Well, I, I, I think that um, in, in, in a moment of crisis, you want to get someplace safe. Um, but I, I think that in terms of prevention, um, as you mentioned earlier, I've been in the military for 41 years, and I kind of look at my, 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 my career in, in two parts. One would have been pre-9-11, and one after 9-11. Mm -hmm. I spent six months at Ground Zero. And it's the second part that, that have influenced me to today. I, I try, how I handle traumatic situations is I try to build my resiliency before the actual traumatic situation happens. Um, for me, the, the glass, every day I wake up, I open my eyes, the glass is always half you know um, because I think that there, there's a, there's many tools out there that an individual can build their resiliency but the tools are more effective when you work with them before the tragic event happens because um, once you win a storm it's kind of hard to learn how to swim that type of thing um, so yeah just being positive um, being grateful staying humble about life Grateful. I I like that concept. Mm -hmm. Finding a reason to live. Finding mm -hmm. a reason to be thankful that you are here. Absolutely. And always remembering that you're better here than you are not. Absolutely. That is extremely important when we're talking about um, 
suicide prevention. And so I just wanted to do a brief recap before um, we um, disengage today and talking about some key things that's important. Make sure that you guys are being a good neighbor. If you see something, say something. If you see a person is struggling in a certain way, make sure that you engage. Try to intervene with a brief conversation of encouragement. Um, model, be the change that you want to see, right? And increase that community presence by just being a person that someone can go to if they're in need. What do you think mm -hmm. about that? I agree 100%. I, I think that um, I that, that old saying, it, it truly feels good when you can reach out and help somebody. Yes. And as you get older, you, the way that you show that appreciation is what someone has given you play it forward, give it to somebody else and reach out. Yeah. And lastly, we know that there has been significant loss um, in the past two years due to the increase in medical condition. We all know as a pandemic of COVID um, and there has been um, an increase in loss for other people, um, some people that may have been close to people. What can we do to encourage people, um, especially during Suicide Prevention Month, for people who are experiencing grief and loss? I think that uh, again, it, I'm a God-fearing man. Um, everybody's not, but I, I believe that there, there's a spiritual presence. I, I think that COVID in general, now, now that you bring it up, where people were isolating, trying to protect a physical being, um, and so the mental, the emotional side of the individual suffered a little bit because of the isolation. Um, that 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 old that being a neighbor. Being a good people person, um, reaching out to people, um, being there for people. I think that's always good. But I think also we have to remember as 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 caregivers in the field, we like to say, if we let ourselves go down, um, because we get we have issues too and we 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 get ourselves in trouble, um, it's very important for us to take care of us and, and um the way to do that is again education and talking to each other and just being there for each other. Oh, you touched on that self care. Self care is so important, mm. um, especially when you are a person who are experiencing grief and loss. Mm -hmm. Making sure you take that time out um, to take care of yourself and do some activities that you may enjoy. Um, what can a person do to kind of aid in that self care process? Um, I well, again, I, I'm not. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go out and run a marathon, um, <laughs> but I will walk at the park, you, you, you know. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't go to the gym to get as big as I can, but I go to the gym three times a week if it's nothing more for an hour, 45 minutes to walk on a treadmill. Um, I, uh, I love to eat. Mm -hmm. So when you love to eat, you have to watch what you eat <laughs> because your enjoyment could become a problem. Um, I, I just try to stay positive about life, yeah. and and um, there's nothing wrong when you leave your house in the morning saying good morning to your neighbor. Um, I know people that's been living next week don't even speak. Yeah. Just being a positive role model, and again, with me, the youth are very important because they're our future, and, and we need to be teaching them the right way to go. Yeah, thank you so much, Sergeant Pugh. I just want to send you guys out a uh, important message that suicide is not a mental health um, uh, disease. However, 
it is a condition that can be treated. Um, and if you're starting to feel like you may be having some suicidal thoughts or ideations, it's important to reach out and get the help that you need. It is important in our community that we recognize when we are in need um, and when we need someone else. We're better together than we are apart. Um, and so it's important that we seek out that help. And if you are a person who is having a crisis and you may need suicide prevention intervention, um, make sure that you guys uh, tap into that 911 link. You can call or text um, and a person will be there to respond for you. Um, and we're happy that you're here listening to us. We hope to hear, we hope that you tune in next week. Thank you for being here and be a good neighbor. Thank you.